Patriots are really about to win this game like a hundred to nothing. Yeah, right? not, that's why I was just telling Terrell it's not gonna be that close. Yeah, it's gonna be close. This is depressing. I fucking hate the Patriots so goddamn much. That makes two of us. Friend. I'm ready for a new team to be in Super Bowl. But I guess we're oh! oh! Oh, how are you ahead of me? How are you ahead of me? What happened? Tom Brady on the one yard line just threw an interception in the end zone. Wow. And Michael just went running through his house. Why did you hear me? <laughs> That's Michael's bomb yelling in the back. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. You celebrating with your parents? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> my sister's fiance is a Chiefs fan, and he's sitting on the couch. That's awesome. Um, all right, well, did you guys watch the Rams-Saints game? Yeah. Did you see that blown P.I.? We're gonna, we'll get into that. Um, <clears throat> well, now with that, we have some so – now that this, light, uh, this game is going to be competitive, hopefully. Um. We're back. Again, again, again. <laughs> Guess who's back, back, back. I considered putting that in the intro, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure we'll use what we what we normally do. But yeah, um, it's been it's been a while. We tried to record in November, and that didn't work because the file just just disappeared. Uh, so now it's January. Oh, I forgot <laughs> that one never got posted. No, <laughs> no, it didn't because uh, it, it it wasn't according to my computer. It never happened. Um, uh, whatever whatever episode number this technically is, that's not correct because we've had about four or five lost episodes. Yeah, I think this will just be. I mean, this is year three, so we'll just go probably year three, episode one. Year three, yeah, but only our sixth episode ever. It's weird. <laughs> uh, so we are. What is it? Currently, one minute into the second quarter for Patriots Chiefs. Um, but. Ram Saints, Michael. I mean, you'd be brushed, you, you know, you talked about it briefly, but your biggest takeaway from the game, obviously, besides the blown, blown call. Takeaway in the game is obviously that PI was so bad it would be targeting in college. That's how bad that was. But if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about that later. All I'm going to say is it wasn't an offensive explosion like I thought it was going to be. I did see so somebody, um, I think it was Darren Ravel put it on put it on Twitter, somebody had bet $500,000 in Vegas on the over at 57 points. And whatever it was, even in overtime, I think it was, what, 26, 23? Yeah. 59. Oh, man. Not or 49. Oh my god. This if, you're, poor if you're betting half a million dollars on an over, I think you're going to be okay if you don't win it. Yeah, oh. you're willing to lose that amount of money. 
Interestingly enough, I just finished a sports gambling class. Oh, how was that? Very informative. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully uh, help you with your winnings a little bit. Uh, I don't know about that, but I can tell you uh, who's going to legalize gambling in their state and who's not. Yeah. Oh, man, that'll be I, – I, I, I think I think there this will be the year of, of a lot of those states going in that direction. Because um, I think New York did what last year, right? New Jersey did last year. Oh, New, New York did. was on New New York was on the brink of it, but they didn't make the cut because pretty much um, legislative bodies go from January to June. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court decision that makes this all possible happened in May. So, so you have like, yeah, a turnaround of one month to get things rolling and a lot of states didn't make the cut. Yeah, yeah that's not that's a lot of that's not a lot of time right there. No. Especially if you weren't playing on it, because some actually some states actually passed the law before they were allowed to in anticipation of the Supreme Court decision. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, I just legaled this thing up, but yeah, you've already introduced too many levels of law stuff that I just don't understand. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rail it back just a tad. <laughs> uh, all right. So obviously, the, you talked about the blown pass interference. I mean, is there is there gonna be anything from that game that's talked about more though? I mean, maybe maybe even the entire season. That was. I mean, that's up there with the Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary that should have been an interception. Yeah, I mean, that's can can you imagine the Saints luck the past two playoffs? This year they get that horrible blown call. Yeah. Last year the Minnesota miracle happens oh, to them and they right. forget how to that. tackle. Oh boy. That's so tough. Like can can you imagine if Drew Brees retires this offseason and that's his last two playoff endings? Well, they, they I can't imagine that, but they asked him. There was an interview before the game. I think it was with Aaron Andrews, and they asked him. He said, "You know, like he just turned forty when you know it was his, he has what three or four kids, and when is he ready to step away and like turn you know turn to the next chapter?" And they were like, "Oh, you know, if you win a Super Bowl, is that going to be the high that you want to go out on?" And he said, "No, as great as that be, like I, he's like he doesn't think he's done yet. He wants to, he wants to play into his mid forties." But I don't he's, know. he's trying to he's trying to pull the LeBron move and wait till his kids get into the NFL. No, not a chance. But I, my point was, I mean, after that, you're right. After those last two, those last two games or those last two calls, I don't know how much uh, how much more you can put up with. You might it might just you know. Bring your heart rate down. Just stay at home with your kids. <laughs> yeah, because I, I would say home with kids is less stressful. Yeah, yeah I'm not that sure. Compared to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some would argue you actually enjoy playing football, so <laughs> I don't know what's more stressful there. I don't know, but they, I mean, honestly, I'm sure it's going to get picked apart, and most people just switched from one game to the next, and I haven't seen any uh, – like like review on the game or any highlights yet, but I'm sure they're going to pick apart how the Saints should have just, you know, instead of throwing after uh, you know, trying to burn the Rams timeouts and uh, for overtime and running the ball instead of making those two passes, and I'm sure that's going to be what's people are talking about. But it, it, the Rams needed some luck and they end up getting it. I've and 
go ahead. No, you go, Terrell. I was just going to say, I've thought about this many times, uh, watching, you know, college NFL playing Whitestone when a ZBT dude, that drive when you're either in the lead or, um, you know, you got it tied up and you're going to score and you're just trying to eat the clock and play safe but still score, that's one of the hardest drives, I think, in football. I think that's harder than, like, the two-minute drill, let's score and win it. I think that drive where you're trying to keep the lead but also trying to wear the clock down, that's got to be way tougher than anything. I mean, if, if you want to kind of hit a comparison from one game to the next, that's considered one of Andy Reid's least strengths. Oh, my God. He dropped the interception. You are like two seconds behind me. Oh, my God. I don't even know how that's possible. How long has the game been on? Because that's how ahead of me you guys are, because I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're only a few, I mean, a few minutes into the second quarter. Terrell, has your game started yet? Like, what's going on? No, no Terrell's recording it for tomorrow. <laughs> Watch the highlights later or whatever. But that's like Andy Reid is like that's that's his Achilles heel is clock management in that way. So his I Achilles told, heel tonight is uh, the the football game. His Achilles heel tonight is playing Tom Brady. <clears throat> Second, dude. <laughs> I I can't. If I do this after every play, we're never going to get through this. Um, well, that brings me up to my next topic. I mean, you know, is this my question to you guys? Is, is is this one of the most exciting NFL playoffs in recent history? Is this where does this rank for you? I actually think this has been pretty boring. That last game was it was a good game, but it was it was pretty boring. You know, it was good football, but just bland, you know. And you know what I think? You know what I think happened? This is the dividing point between when we realize that most football is boring. It's pre-Monday Night Football Chiefs-Rams and post-Monday Night Football Chiefs-Rams. I mean, yeah, after you experience something like that. Yeah, like after that, every single thing you see is the most boring, like, I can't even watch the Patriots anymore because they play so slow and so short that it's not enjoyable to watch. But but it wins games. Yeah, so. that does. I mean, unfortunately, some teams are out there to look to be entertaining. Like the same in the Saints and a very entertaining team, but they show tight. They can't win. Uh, yeah, and <sighs> one thing I find interesting is regardless of who wins the AFC championship, there is going to be rematches or teams playing their previous team from last year. Brennan Cooks, he played oh, for the yeah. Patriots the last Patriots. year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For Kansas City, Sammy Watkins played. He was on the, uh, was on the Rams, yeah. Yep. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, I think it's – for me – Honestly, whenever you end up with uh, one and two seeds in the conference championship, you know it's all chalk and uh, there's nothing nothing to look forward to for that. I mean, these are the teams that everybody thought was going to make it. I mean, similar with NBA playoffs for a while there, you knew it was Cavs and Warriors, and no matter kind of what happened in the playoffs, the two of them were going to end up being in the finals. And then the entertainment 
most of the time happens in the finals with the best teams playing. But a hundred percent. And this year it was one and two for both conferences. I think right. that this shows you the value of what a bye week and being at home does for you. Yeah. Because top two seeds, you're coming off a bye and you're at home and you're playing a team that played the week before and for the AFC, they played two road teams like that just came off road games into another road game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that football is one of those sports where, where you play and how much rest you have that matters so much more than every other sport. Yeah. But I mean, today could kind of flip that. I mean, you know, whatever they talk about Mercedes Benz being the one of the loudest stadiums in the, in the um, arrowhead being one of the loudest stadiums and the Rams going and win. And now, in what feels like five degree weather, the Patriots are so far dominating. Like I, even as the you know they'll be the two number two seeds playing away from home, it's, it does seem like these teams have no problem with that. Ooh, first big. Oh no, never mind. They're funny. Nice when you're spoiling it for me. <laughs> no, I don't think they're gonna punish. I think they're gonna go for it. You think they're gonna fake it? I think they're gonna fake it. Yeah, I don't buy it. Oh, they tried to snap with twelve men on the field. Um, what did punt? Okay. Oh no, time flag, delay of game. <laughs> I, I appreciate. I appreciate you not spoiling that for me. Um, I'm just. I can't look at the game. These, I will. You'll be able to tell what happens by my face. Okay. If, it's, if it's another uh, temporary interception, then go ahead and tell me. Um, so yeah, so that's, I mean, the playoffs are, I mean, it is what it is. We, we know kind of what the best teams are. Honestly, I didn't feel like this season had too many surprises. Felt like a lot of it was kind of ho-hum. You knew, we knew what the best teams were going to happen. You knew what kind of, you know, who was going to make it out of the playoffs. There were no real surprises. I mean, there were a couple, there were a couple of great stories though. I mean, the Colts well, being 10 out of their 11. You know, the Cowboys making it to the playoffs. The Eagles after losing Wentz again. Uh, Baker Mayfield being Baker really Mayfield. Good. Yeah, plenty. And I think that, what, the, the draft is in April. Um, you know, my Jets have the three again. Um, but but I, I, Michael, we'll get, we'll get into your into your mock draft. But, it, you know, it will, will – it, I'm, I'm saying the Patriots will win tonight. But if it's Patriots-Rams, who you have – The problem with the Patriots being in the Super Bowl is that I automatically think something's going to happen to have them win it. That's You're probably just, not wrong. That's just how I feel. I would I would love for the Rams to go out and even even if it is the Chiefs, I would love for the Rams to come out and blow the doors off of whoever they play because then it's like this new style of offense is here to stay. You know. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I just you like you're right in that kind of game with that kind of pressure. I just have a funny feeling that that's not how it's gonna go, even if it oh, should. No. It's I. One thing I would love about a Chiefs Rams rematch is both teams play the same way. So unless something astronomical happens where they're for some unknown reason playing out of sorts, 
we're going to have a high-scoring, explosive game with big plays. I would love that. And if if the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, I just feel like that's not going to happen. I mean, yeah. you look at you look at what happened on the first drive of the AFC Championship. Yeah, slow, methodic, takes your time, and then before you know it, the first quarter's over. Yeah, the, let me just tell you that that uh, Patriots drive took eight minutes. You know what that means? They took up over half the first quarter. They took up an eighth of the game on that first drive. Yeah. Think about that. If they get, if they do that, the ball, if they do that four more times, they essentially had half of a game in four drives. That's not fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's great if you're a Patriots fan, though. Yeah, I mean, it's great if you're the Patriots. I mean, it's great for winning and losing sake, but like, you're not having fun watching that. No, you're not. Mm, no, yeah, no. Um. At the end of the day, those owners, they're not here to have fun. They're here to make No, oh, they want to win and make money, yeah. I mean, yeah. In, yeah. There's, right now there's no better franchise in the NFL that knows how to do it like them, like Patriots. <sighs> All right, well, let's, let's, let's dive into your, into your mock draft. Um, 2.0, yes? Yes, 2.0. I've, I've done one every week so far, but I think next week I'm going to take it off because it's the Pro Bowl. Nothing's really going to change. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll probably have a post-Super Bowl one, and then once we get into free agency, that's when I'll really start getting rolling. That's probably fair. Um, all right. Well, you want to go? You want to go line by line? How do you want to do this? Um, Give at least what, I top think five, we top can, ten. I think we can we can go through one through ten. We don't have to talk about every single one, and then we can kind of like pick out certain team picks that we'll talk about. Okay. Because Nick, I am sure you're gonna <laughs> about number three. <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, why don't you why don't you take number one though? So number one, it's the Cardinals. They just hired a new head coach, Cliff yep. Kingsbury. If you don't know, he's beautiful. Um, offensive guru type guy. A couple months ago, he said that if he had, if he had the first overall pick, he would take Kyler Murray. Too bad they just drafted the Hebrew Hammer last year, and Josh Rosen is the quarterback. So I, I don't think they'll be going quarterback this draft. Yes, the no. jury, the jury's still out on uh, how good he is. Yeah, but you, just you got to give him more time. And personally, I don't think Murray is number one pick deserving. But the Cardinals, I have them taking Nick Bosa probably the best player in this entire draft. And you can't have too much pass rush. Like, just be real. That's just not happening. Yeah, I mean, look at Donald yeah. and Sue for the Rams. Like, Oh, yeah. No, they're a perfect example of it. If you can get elite pass rushers, you can you can just disrupt the whole game. They they made impacts tonight. And even, even though Sue hasn't been having a great season, he showed up when it counted. He had, what, one and a half, two sacks in that game? Yeah, that's yeah, sometimes but, that's all you need. Yeah, those are game changers. Those are drive enders. And sometimes it's not even the sack. Sometimes it's just the presence of if you have to scheme against him. Yo, oh my goodness. I hear man. clapping, so that's a good thing. This man. 
So anyone listening, if you hear clapping, it's because my future brother-in-law is a huge cheese fan and he's sitting on my couch. Okay, good, good. So listen for clapping. That's what I'm <laughs> clapping is good. Honestly, the people need to just watch like a, a full replay of this game in sync with this podcast and they will understand everything that's happening. Um, anyways, I'll Toro, you want to roll into number two? You want to take Josh Allen? Who, me rolling into number two? Yeah. White Snare, I'll, I'll be honest with you, homie. I haven't looked at this thing. The NFL draft is so far away. Like, oh, God. Hold on, let me... Who's number two? Yeah, Josh mm-hmm. Allen from Kentucky. I mean, I'm, I have not watched... The only real games I watched from college football this year were the semifinals and the national championship and the only guy that the only players i really know obviously tyler murray you know you have going 11 um i hear a lot about ed oliver i hear a lot about josh do you want do you want to talk about that like just guys we know i mean yeah i would love to talk about the jets and knowing that any any tackle from alabama is a great pick but i don't specifically know jonah williams so Number two, San Francisco 49ers. I personally, I think they're going to trade back because someone's going to trade up to get a quarterback. But if they stay there, they're going to take Josh Allen, who's a monster. Also, Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen next year. That'd be great. <laughs> um, number three, it's the Jets. Okay. Nick, how do you feel? Play? How do you feel about them taking a left tackle? Look, I, all I know. And again, I don't like I said I don't necessarily follow follow college. All I know is if you have a, any offensive or defensive lineman from Alabama, they typically do well in the pros. And if you if you really think about it, in the national championship game, how much pressure did Tua face? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he uh, Clemson's was great more than he could handle. Well, there you go. There's your answer. Yeah, and. I mean, Clemson's defensive line, probably all four of them are going to get taken in the first round. So you were looking at two NFL players playing against each other, and I think the left tackle did great. And, Nick, you, you're going to love this, but the Chets haven't had a good defense or offensive since, left tackle. Since my man. Since DeBrickishaw Ferguson, yes. best name in sports. He was, And he was a pro bowler as well. He was fantastic. He was, like I said, the best left tackle the Jets have had in a while. Yeah, I mean, some cons- I mean, you know, you want to wait tackles, offensive tackle. Yeah, he's protection, yeah. right? Okay. Um, you know, wanting to build around Sam Darnold, and he had, a, I would say, he had a pretty decent first year. But wanting to give him some protection so that he's able to make some more plays, I, I, I think, is very important. Um, I know we kind of talked about it a couple weeks ago, actually. I found it really interesting that the Jets actually, their, their special teams was best in the league. And they can, I think that they can build off of that, but it's going to be important for us to have some semblance of, you know, an offense. We're, we were, we're, we've been kind of known for our defense loss, maybe not the last few years, but at least, you know, the two trips we made to the AFC Championship game, um, and a couple years after that, we were known for kind of, you know, ground and pound on the offense, and then our, it was pretty solid defense. But I like I like, I like, like the future with Sam Darnold. 
How do you feel about uh, Adam Gase as your head coach? I don't know. I mean, you know, the numbers don't lie. He was five and what was it? Five and one, I think, against against the Jets. Um, so I mean, whenever we play the Dolphins, they seem to they seem to do well. So if he's able to have you know some sort of success with the Jets, and you know the owners give him put some good trades together, send some good players together, maybe they can. I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna say 500 next year, but maybe in two years. <laughs> isn't that isn't that such such dreadful hopes it's, that in two so years sad. with a new head coach and a young quarterback you might be five hundred? It is it is so terribly frustrating. Like some teams, are like yeah, even the Dolphins this year, you guys are like yeah, we might make a playoff run. I I can tell you with one hundred percent certainty the Jets are not making the playoff this year. <laughs> Jeez. And like we'll just we'll just lose to the Browns on Thursday night. We'll lose to hey, Buffalo. Hey, don't knock the Browns. Don't we'll knock get, the Browns. No, I mean you're right. They played well, but we'll we'll get blown out at Buffalo. Like we'll we'll lose those games. I don't. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I'm not stressing. Uh, let's go through this this mock I have so, a little bit. Oakland Raiders number four. They take. Uh, Quinn and Williams, the defensive tackle from Alabama. Tampa Bay Bucks, they take Greedy Williams. He's a really good corner from LSU. Like he, he might be the best, the second best player in this draft. But cornerbacks just don't go high. Yeah. And then the New York Giants. I have them taking Dwayne Haskins, the first quarterback off the board. Do you think you think he's the best quarterback in the draft, or you think that he just fits the Giants? So I think he's literally the only quarterback worth drafting this year. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's a talking point. Where <laughs> where is he from? Oh, um, uh, Ohio State. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Ugh. <laughs> think he goes first? He's, yeah. yeah. Michael has him first quarterback off the board. Okay. First, I, I mean. Personally, if it, if I was a GM, he would be the only quarterback I had taken the first round. But that's just not how NFL GMs operate. What and other? That's okay. also why you are not an NFL GM yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. What other uh, quarterbacks are in there? I know um, Kyler Murray. Troy, you can't skip ahead. What? Here, here are just a few good guys. Kyler yeah, Murray. I'm Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones. He was the quarterback of Duke. I I, I don't it, the quarterback from Duke whose name is Daniel Jones. I won't believe that until I see it. And then there's Drew Locke, who's the quarterback of Missouri. And those are the only guys that I could see going in the first round. Okay, all right. I was just I'm just trying to paint the picture here. You know. Yeah, it's and a lot of what happens with quarterbacks is. One drafting a quarterback is sexy, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's good publicity. You're gonna sell a lot of jerseys, like that's proven. It's a it's a great marketing tool. You're gonna get some some fans and seats. Uh, but I mean, we've kind of seen it. You know, how many quarterbacks went first round last year? Four or five? Five. And we've seen. I mean, the only one that really didn't perform was Rosen. But I mean, I could see him needing some more time. But everybody else was ended up Stella. at least towards the end of the year doing pretty well. 
so so the reason I think Dwayne Hoskins is the cream of the crop of this crappy this crappy quarterback crappy class, class is because one he's the only one I've seen actually win anything while looking like an NFL quarterback. Kyler Murray won games, but he just doesn't the way he throws, the way he runs, like you can't do that in the NFL. He like he might be fast. Are. Yeah, he but might be faster than everyone in college, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's what they thought about Lamar too, and I'm not saying this kid's Lamar, but I mean both Heisman trophy winners, you know. They they said that about Lamar, they and to an extent, they're talking about that with Patrick Mahomes and that. Look at him having a breakout year. I mean, even even Baker ended up, you know, kind of playing well. Talent. Yeah. So I don't. I think that I think that the league, as far as quarterbacks, is starting to change. I think a lot will be traditionalist and want to stick with your six foot two quarterback that's going to stay in the pocket. And maybe this is just a change of system. You're going to have somebody who's what he's five nine, five ten. He's, he's 5'10 in cleats, whatever that tells you about that. He's the fastest player on the field. He's, you know, he's proven that his, his team can, can perform or he can perform under pressure. And after it was only one year at Oklahoma, uh, I don't know. I would t- I mean, I'd take a risk on him in the top 10. But a first-round pick, like, do you know what happens when you draft a quarterback in the first round and you whiff? Yeah, the Cardinals. You end up with number one again. Yeah, like it's and not even that. Like the Cardinals, they have the number one pick, and they're not going to draft a quarterback. I don't know. I mean, even if you were to whiff again, great. You just whiff until you get Trevor Lawrence and you're set for the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah, too bad you're not going to be the person whiffing at that point. It'll be the yeah. next guy after you get fired. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So you'll just pick up a job somewhere else, working in uh, Tennessee or something. Um, <laughs> But speaking speaking on, I mean, you, so you have you have Kyler Murray eleven. Um, any other highlights from there that you want to point out? Um, let's see. Ed Oliver, he's also a beast. He's the guy in Houston that the coach who has since been fired told him to take the jacket off because the jacket was for players who were actually in the game and playing. And Ed Oliver was injured, and then Ed Oliver basically told him to go fuck himself. Yeah, I could see that pushing you a little further down in the draft. Yeah, and and he he is tremendously talented. Like if he if he went to Clemson, he would have been the best player on Clemson's defensive line. So that's he's an example of school and situation not benefiting him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like looking at the rest of your, the rest of the board, honestly, the rest of your schools are all power five. Um, so, I mean, it, it is a, it is a, the case of if you're talented and you go to a big school, you will get more TV time. You'll get, maybe you'll have a chance in your conference championship and that'll help you with, you know, if you want to play pro. And then the guys that, I mean, think about, um, not golf because golf was at Cal, right? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Thank you. North North Dakota State. Yep. And yeah. a lot of people question that because you you don't see them playing every week. You don't see them in these high pressure TV, you know, Monday night or Saturday night games, and 
Uh, yeah, those quote unquote big games, over. right? Aren't necessarily yeah. So I could, I mean, yeah. I could see that that definitely factoring in with drafting. I honestly think I think that's a big factor why Darnold was taken. Wasn't a stellar college quarterback, but he played at USC. Even if they weren't great, like you knew, I mean, USC every game is going to be for the most part a high pressure game. So I, exactly. I, I can see that kind of tying in. Same, you know, same with most power fives. And uh, the, there is something for like certain schools produce certain players that are just better. Yeah. Or have have the have the appearance of being better. Like Alabama. If linemen. I tell you, yep, Alabama lineman. If I tell you a cornerback from LSU, you think that guy's good. An Ohio yeah. State defensive lineman, you think that's good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, where, where Josh Allen, he's a he's basically an edge rusher from Kentucky. He had to be insanely good to be at the top of most draft boards. Like his season yeah. was incredible. Yeah, in the but it was also in the SEC where he's competing against these top, you know, Georgia. He's playing against Florida. He's playing against these top schools and and still performing. That's true. I didn't even think about that, but you're totally right. That yeah, that adds that certain credibility to it. Hey, Kentucky beat Florida now. Yeah. So first time in 34 years, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Didn't wait 30 years this moment. Um, all right, well, um, you got one more guy you want to point out? I guess the only thing that I – the one that popped out to me was Drew Locke, 29 of the Patriots, if you want to skip all the way that down. Um, yes. Kind of being and the future backup for Brady. Let me read you this description as just a preview of the type of writer I am. So, ready? 29. New England Patriots, Drew Locke, quarterback, Missouri. It may be wishful thinking, but quarterback Tom Brady will retire eventually. The Patriots usually draft the quarterback every few years, and there is currently no heir apparent backing up Tom Brady. Drew Locke will need some time to develop, but will be ready in 2029 when Brady finally retires. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeah, Brady playing until he's, what, 50? Past that. <laughs> he's he's, he's mid-40s now. <laughs> so, yeah, I Drew Lock. I don't know if he is necessarily the most pro ready or the most talented, but when you get to the third or fourth quarterback taken, there never are going to be the best quarterback in the no, league. Yeah, no, yeah. Who was the last quarterback out of Missouri? Blaine Gabbert. Ooh, that's a, that's a good trivia question right there. <laughs> and that worked out so well. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe they, hopefully he ends up with a better career than he did. Um, <laughs> hey, say what you will about Blaine Gabbert. He's still in the league, and that's better than most people. What team I, is he on now? I saw him come in the other day. Wow. What team is he playing for? I think he was playing for the not, – not the Jaguars, right? No, that's uh, the team that drafted him. Oh, that's right, because he was there before uh, Bortles was. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody, <sighs> someone's Blaine Gabbert right here. Blaine Gabbert is currently Tennessee backup. Titans. Tennessee Titans, there you go. Oh, my God. Yeah, but still in the league, so clearly he's not that bad. No, I mean, you're right. How much do you think Blaine Gabbert's made in his career in the NFL? Enough. <laughs> Way too much for his talent. The man was drafted in 2011. 
He is now 29 years old. I'm going to say career earnings is somewhere around $35 million. All right. Easy there, fella. He's been a backup. Also, he wasn't drafted by the uh, Jags. He was the 49ers. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't he start for the Jags? He did, but he was. Um, it was 49ers first. Oh okay, God. 11, eight years, rookie contracts are really like seven. I'd give him like three, four decent years. So what do you think? Are you sticking with 30 million? Yeah, I'm going to say 30. Also, I'm, I'm going to recorrect say- myself. He was drafted by the Jags. Uh, in your face, Nick. Yep, you're right. He has a career record of 48 and 47. Nice. Hey, it's positive. Damn. Over 500. Yep. It's positive. 56.2. All right. I need a uh, number. I'm going to put it at 16. That's very good. Uh, 19 million. Okay. Okay. I wasn't or sure if it was going to be up in the 20s. Almost 100 games in his career. But, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I, I stand corrected. If Drew Locke wants to make that kind of money in eight years, please just be blank effort. Yeah. I, yeah. I would take that. 20 million, eight years. Uh, speaking on contracts, this, uh, it's a great transition. Uh, Pat Mahomes came out today. He is looking like it's going to be the first $200 million plus contract in NFL history. It's a lot of money. Uh, that is a lot of money. To making, toss the old kids around. That's a lot of money. I'm, I'm curious as to when the contract will get signed. I'm sure sometime in the offseason. I'm sure. I mean, if they lose tonight, I'm sure it won't be like tomorrow. But. Um, yeah, they think it's going to be uh, 2020. So he'll have one more one more year in his rookie deal, uh, and then the and then the big one. But it's going to be, I mean, touchdown Patriots. Ugh. Yeah, it's been quiet over there. It's <laughs> not good. It's not good. No, no, that's a that's a sign right there. Yeah, well, I. I've- Here's my hot I think, take. Maybe Patrick Mahomes doesn't deserve it after this game. No, I think I think after this season, and if he plays even half as well as he did next season, as yeah. he did this next season, mm-hmm. I think it might be deserving. Because what do they have? One, two losses? No, they were. I think they were thirteen and three. Okay, so three losses. Like that's. I mean, that's still incredible. Yeah. So I mean, if you can leave a season, get to the playoffs, and you know, end with five losses next season and maybe make it, maybe not. I think it's still deserving. That's two hell good seasons. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, he's, he's probably worth the money. I mean, honestly, I, that maybe that'll be the first contract that worth that much, but I'm sure we'll see other quarterbacks and other players in the league start to creep up to that number anyway, so it's going to be the norm. Yeah, you're going to see that, and then you're going to see over free agency someone sign one bigger, and then... Yeah, Next and it'll year. just keep going, I'm sure. Yeah, just like the NBA. You know, Curry signed a record max contract, and then a week later, Harden signed one. Michael, anything, anything you want to add there? Um, just on the business side of everything, I'm interested to see how much guaranteed money he gets because that's really the number that matters. You've seen a couple quarterbacks, Andrew Luck and Kurt Cousins come to mind, that oh, the they Kurt took fully oh, guaranteed gosh. contracts. Hey, this Nick, dodged a bullet like, with that one. Oh, my God, thank with goodness. The Jets, was, right? Yeah, that, well, they brought him in, and he actually t- he turned down. The Jets didn't offer full, and he turned it down knowing he could get a full deal. And that's, you know, 
one of the few times in recent history I'm absolutely proud of their business decision. That was so but, smart because he has a losing record. This is stat. This is uh, one of my stats of the week. He has a losing record against teams with a winning record. <laughs> so when the, so when a team when he plays a team that has a winning record, he loses more often than not. Yes, even is if it, it's okay. even if it's just one and zero or two and one <laughs> or and eight and seven, he is more Nick. more likely to lose that game. I believe uh, that's not just the past season. That's his career that, record. No, no, that, that, no, that's his career. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that, that is yeah. absolutely his career. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> and yeah, that guy got, what, $84 million over three years guaranteed? Yeah, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know, he's man. probably not deserving of that contract, but Andrew Lux is 100% deserving of his. So, yeah, and I think with I, the Mahomes deal being next year, I think that we'll see. I'm sure we'll see a big money deal this off season, um, and then so maybe the 200 won't seem as crazy after next season, if that makes sense. And yeah. also, Carson Wentz is due up for a deal. Carson Wentz, I believe Jared Goff is going to start asking for some money. I mean, you just had one of the highest powered offenses. Um, yeah. Wait, we may see something, especially if they win in two yeah. like, two weeks. If they win the Super Bowl, you'll have Man. two. Car- Can you believe in that draft, the two top two quarterbacks picked might have already won a Super Bowl? Well, well, what? Yeah. Are, we, are we counting Wentz? I'll I'll give it to Wentz on that first season. If they were to win it this season, I wouldn't have though. I mean, I don't. He okay. What he played fourteen games, fifteen games, but he it's not it's not his name under Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. I, listen, do you think if Carson Wentz was playing last year, they would have lost? I don't know. I and that's going to get <laughs> talked about for a while, but I don't know. If, if you want, if you want to get real wild, we can get into who do you keep, Wentz or Foles. Well, they already, the said, they already said they came out yesterday and did say they're keeping Wentz. They said the Wentz is the guy for their future, which I, I believe. disagree. I mean, you, you spent – that was he was their what? He wasn't the one. He was the number two pick, right? Yeah, he was the second overall pick. I mean, Foles kind of – he looked invincible last year, especially with the playoffs this year. He seemed a little more mortal. Uh, but I – you got to stick with your future. I mean – if Foles has another, if you know, say you give Foles the starting job next year, and he looks like he did against, uh, was against not, not the Cowboys, it was against the Rams, wasn't it? That they lost. And he has another, he has a whole season like that. That's that's an eight. It was the Cowboys, wasn't it? No, they beat the Cowboys. It was a, it was the Saints. It was the Saints. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if if he plays like that all year next year, he's they're eight and eight. They don't make the playoffs. So here. <laughs> the way I framed the question was flawed. So they're going to trade one of these quarterbacks in this offseason, correct. correct? Would you rather have one first-round pick for Nick Foles or three first-round picks for Carson Wentz? Do you give up three first-round picks for Carson Wentz, who's been injured at the end of the last two seasons? I mean, that's the other team's problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other team to figure out. If you're Jacksonville, do you give up that much and you get Carson Wentz with that defense? 
Don, we can't talk about the Jags. They fit, what, uh, five wins this year. I would consider it. I mean, as if you if you thought it was reasonable and he was worth the three picks, then then absolutely, yeah, because that defense was amazing. I mean, it, it didn't pan out this year, but yeah, I was just saying we're talking now. We're talking last year. But, I think yeah, but... I think it's proportional. It's it's who are you? You know, if you're the Niners, maybe maybe not. If you're the Jets, maybe maybe not. You know, it's depends. It's... What's it's, it to you? Yeah. If you're one of these teams that's like ready to win, all you need is a quarterback. Then I mean, yeah, we had this discussion last year too. Yeah. <laughs> ready to win, all they need is a quarterback. Then yeah, I think you give up. But why do you have three first round picks in the first place? How do you get those? You, you got well, I have many you, of those. You got your first year, <laughs> then you got to give up future round though. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get real technical. Carson Wentz comes in, you you win, you get first or second seed in your division. You get you're you're picking about like twenty to thirty two. Yeah, but you're also about your first round picks. You're also hoping he doesn't get hurt. You're hoping he doesn't get hurt. Because he yeah, he hasn't finished the last two seasons. He's got a history. Oh wow, they just showed the replay of that pass interference. Oh my goodness. Was it bad? It was bad. Dude, that was okay. I'm not gonna hyperbolize here. That's one of the worst non calls I've ever seen. <laughs> Including the Rams one earlier? No, Which that's one? the one we were talking about. No, that's, oh, yeah, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the Rams Saints one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> one of the worst. Not to be dramatic, no, but that's yeah. literally <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen. Let me, it, let me, and dude, let me, it was bad. Let me just share that I'm gonna tone it down a bit, and that is the worst call I've ever seen. Not called. <laughs> I whoever did, and again, what what frustrates me about NFL referees is that they have whatever how many referees on the field, and then you have guys in the booth, and you have so, you have a t- literally a team of of people that can make that call. And right, nobody... and then they even have that one guy that's just on call anytime there's a questionable call. They oh, let's talk to our rules expert. Boom, and they chime in. And nobody <laughs> chimed no. in on the microphone and was like, guys, I think we should uh, take a look at that. Oh, uh, guys, stop the game. Like, one, check him for a concussion. Two, <laughs> that was targeting. <laughs> so, have you guys watched Bird Box? No, I haven't. No. But you know the memes, right? Yes. I, close. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. That was blindfold over the refs. Can't look at it. Can't look at it. It's going to kill you. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, let's 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 go ahead and, and wrap up with football. I mean, I I, I want to touch on the NBA a tad. Um, we're just I think just past halfway into the season. Um, or actually, maybe a little bit more than that now. But forty-five games the Bucks have played. Raptors have played forty-eight. So yeah, a little bit past half. Twelve. You get to watch Boogie Cousins' first game. I did not. I did not. Because uh, I'm not sure. Most of the time, I'm not sure if it's on NBA TV or on ESPN. So I just see it pop up on my computer and on my phone, and I just check the score at the end. Most of the time, it's on NBA TV, and I just I don't have that. So I, I just happened to pop it on two days ago, two nights ago. Um, I think this, you know they posted on Twitter, oh, you know, it's the first game back. I'll watch out. And they ended up beating. I don't even remember who they played. I think the. Was it the Denver Nuggets? No, no, the, the, the Nuggets. It was the Clippers. The Nuggets game. They absolutely what was it? They scored 
48 points, 51 points in the first quarter. It was a blowout. Yeah, that was not a close game. Uh, mm-hmm. And if they decide that they can play like that, now with a full center, it's a time. They, they have point. five it's all-stars. They're starting. 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 <laughs> and if you want to get real technical, Andre Iguodala used to be an all-star. Did Sean Livingston, yeah, was, was he ever an all-star? I don't. He might have played in one. He's been in the league for a while. Oh boy, yeah. this, this is something. Yeah. Pre Sean Liv, pre knee injury, Sean Livingston might have been an all star. Uh, I gotta look it up now. I'm, I am so curious. <laughs> Dude, the Thunder in third, Blazers in fourth. No, he was not an all star. Oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. Yeah, so, I mean it's uh. Bucks, Raptors, Pacers, Sixers. You talk about the standings right now. Yeah, so three East and West. I, I think know, a man. good way. I think a good way to talk about the West is: Can you see any of these teams actually beating the Warriors? That see, this is what I t- was telling my brother and my dad over Christmas break: Is we were watching the Lakers Warriors game, and the Lakers blew him out. LeBron hurt his groin, you know, whatever. And I said, yeah, that, you know, it's fine. It's Christmas break, you know, or it's so early in the season still. And when it comes down to it, are the Lakers going to be able to do that again in not next, not tomorrow night, but the next night? And then two nights from then, and then three nights from then? Like, I don't think so. Uh, It's what's weird about this season is literally. The best team from last year, record-wise, was Houston. And they literally have imploded this year. Well, I mean, okay. For, well, the first, for the first quarter of the year, I think they were actually I think they were out of the playoffs for a long time. And then only recently they started to turn around. Yeah, but if you look at what's happening there, James Harden has to average 50 points a game for them to win. Which like, that brings me right into my stat number two of the week. Um, specifically on James Harden. I mean, you might have seen it. I did post it on Twitter earlier, but um, the my second stat, my second stat of the week: James Harden has scored fifty-seven points or more in two consecutive games. This was three days ago. Um, so fifty-seven points or more in two consecutive games. Zero of his made shots in those two games were assisted. That's ridiculous. So obviously he had some free throws. It's all isolation ball and so free throws. Everything, and but it was yeah, it wasn't even like because he he'll he'll take the inbound. It's not mm-hmm. even like somebody else took an inbound and just passed him the ball. Everything was him, and that's that's what's making that even more crazy. And and they're in fifth. They're in fifth. I could see them. I mean, well, they're only a game behind Portland and OKC. They could they could start crawling up. I think. I don't know. Yeah, man, the he, West is tight. He, here's the difficulty, Nick. They're in fifth. How far are six, seven, and eight behind them? Only a game. They're oh, actually, tied. No, they're, they're sorry, tied. They're, sorry, they're tied six, with San Antonio. Seventh is a game behind. Eighth is a game behind. Ninth is tied. Tenth is half a game behind. So it's they're in fifth, but it's. They lose a game, you know. If they lose a game and the Lakers win, the Lakers are bumping ahead of them. Exactly. Like, 
Sorry, the the Jazz or the Clippers. So here, let me, let me put it this way: Houston is only two and a half games away from being the eleven seed. You see, if James Harden hits a hits a really bad streak and all he averages thirty points, <laughs> you're right. I mean, there's no playoffs for them. They're eleventh. They're twelfth. Yeah, that's easy. They're they're in, they're in like a high lottery pick, having a chance to get. Zion Williamson, like, what are we talking about? No, don't tell me that. All right, okay. We're gonna, we're, I, I got to transition know. now from from them getting Zion to the teams that are actually in for Zion right now. That's Knicks, Chicago, and Cleveland. Who, and I guess I'll throw in Phoenix as well. Bottom four teams. It's not even close. Um, I am for the first time watching the Knicks lose games on purpose. Well, if you remember, I, when I this was a while ago. We haven't made a GM in ten in forever, but I, I did one on the Knicks, mm-hmm. and I talked to Nick about this a lot. Obviously, that's his team, and it's Porzingis should never play this season, and they should be tanking the hell out of it because how much talent is in this draft? If even if you get the third overall pick this year, you're getting a guy who's better than probably 50% of the starters currently. Currently, and in his first year. Like, yeah. Th- this is this is a 2003 type draft or 2006 type draft. The one with LeBron, Chris Bosh, Carmelo Anthony. 03, yeah. Like that that's the type of draft this is. D Wade was in there as well. D yeah. Wade, yeah, they were in the same draft. Yeah, I mean, if even if you're in the top five, you're you're guaranteed a great player. Which, you know, looking at it right now, obviously, I don't think we'll. I think we'll be in the top three. I don't think we'll get any um, be bummed out of that. And I know the the, the new lottery odds go in this this year. I think this it's, year it's less heavy. I, I wanted to bring that up, so thank you. Go ahead, please. You got it. You got it. Okay, so before it used to be the number one worst team, so the team with the most losses got a 25% chance or whatever. They had the highest percent chance to get the number one pick. And then it was descending after that. Now, one, two, and three worst teams all have the same odds to get the number one pick. Okay. Which is great. It bodes well for us because we have uh, Knicks have 10 wins. Who's us? The Knicks, of course. <laughs> Only 10 wins. Uh, and but Cleveland is is the is the worst team right now with nine. So anything in the bottom three, I think would would bode well. Um, even if it's not Zion, there is a lot of talent, and I'd be, I I mean, I'd be fine with obviously Zion. You know, he's the he's the guy you give the key to the city to. But um, I I would be very excited for next season with Porzingis coming back healthy. Looking at you know Kevin Knox is doing well so far, and whatever player we're able to pick up at the beginning of the at the draft. So, are you are you all in on Zion Williamson? Uh, I watched Duke Virginia last night, and I have never been more all in. <laughs> yeah, he had a good game last night. <laughs> He's, I mean, he he makes the game look so easy, and I he, I don't I don't think he breaks a sweat till halftime. And he is, I think he's somebody who you know these players come along so. You know, every five or six years, they're so sparse right now where, 
the game. It's just so natural. I mean, look, look, I'm not going to compare him to LeBron, but a LeBron type where he makes it look easy. He makes players around him seem better than they are. And I think that that's something that he could bring to a, to a team. And, you know, somebody like that with that much talent, who's also been, he's been hyped up since, for the, what, past four years now? Yeah, and, I mean, and we, yeah we've have known about Zion Williamson for Since he was ever. in high school, yeah. I feel like I've known him since Early high born. school. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what so, it feels like. Yeah, Nick, weren't you his babysitter? Dude, it was, it's, been, it's been a hot <laughs> minute. And to have him actually be in the league next year is going to be, you know, yes, he'll have every camera on him. But if he's, if you know, if he's, with a good coach and a good program where they can actually mentor him and develop his skills, I, I, whew, that's going to be exciting. Is that the Knicks, though? I Right now, no. Ooh. No, it's it's him going to the Cavs and <laughs> back to Cleveland there with his go. son. On. Championships, five years in a row. Game over. Yeah, the, Nick, this doesn't bode well for you and the Knicks. No, this doesn't <laughs> sound does. very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cut it off here. This doesn't sound great. We're gonna, we're gonna have to postpone that. No. Nope. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, that that, that kind of does it for at least for this week. Um, we're we're, we're keeping it at about an hour. Uh, any, I mean, next week we'll have you know, the rest of this Chiefs Patriots game. We'll have Pro Bowl. We'll have some pre Super Bowl talk. Uh, another NBA update. Touchdown Chiefs. There we go. Mm. We might have a hopefully exciting game to to review. Let's uh, go, yeah. Any last words from you guys? Terrell? Um, no. Uh, we're te- <laughs> testing out this live pod thing. So I've got it streaming on my Mixer channel. Um, we'll put it in the Twitter next time. So that way, if you guys want to tune into the live pod, you can check out my mixer channel and we'll get some cool effects going for you guys. Um, but that's all I got. And that went right to his hand. Sorry, Michael, go ahead. Um, hopefully we're, we're back on track and we can do this. Hopefully Terrell, we can set that up so you can see our beautiful faces. Oh, you can see your faces. Oh, I'm worried. I'm stressed now. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. seen, you've seen your face this entire time. Just so, so you know, <laughs> So wedding planning, that's not more stress more stressful than uh, actually seeing you on a podcast. Well, we'll 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 go deep diving into that next week. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we did we didn't get the signature segment of Nick Nick's wedding plans. <laughs> that'll that'll have to be uh, held off until uh until next Sunday. A later date. Yeah, a later date. Yeah, a later TBD right now. We got to work out some some technical some kinks there. Oh, you know, audio, the way my bank account's set up is... Yeah, yeah, you next week and then a day after. Yeah, yeah. Takes a day to process. Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah, but hopefully we do this again. And more likely than not, I'll we'll talk to you in 2020. Uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to uh, next year's draft. <laughs> that, that'll be our next podcast, the 2020 draft 2020 review. Draft, uh, review. Um, Twitter. I know where Tua goes. <laughs> Find out where Tua and Trevor Lawrence are headed. <laughs> but yeah, that does it. Uh, that does it all for us. We'll catch you guys next week.
the money and the fame make a monster, a monster. So good, my smoke some. Hit it so good, my choke some. I pull out the game so weak. Fuck it, you can go and have both fun. Zone six, nigga, I come from. Neighborhood sounding like pop, pop. Pick em up, roll em out, all of that drip, drip. There, got young boy, drop, drop. Hey, hey, oh, where that money go? I was living fast. They gon' watch them slow. All these niggas got six figures, they won't miss a O. I'm gon' shoot they baby mama if I got the pole. This shit ain't a milli, this shit is a hundred The industry's savage and most of you average Ain't afraid of no static, I'm bustin', I'm bustin' He might be an addict, he drinkin' that tussin' He know where you live, where you work, do you trust him? No? I'm still coming out dry. dry. You can leave me in the jungle with bears and tigers. I'm coming out fly. fly. I'll take the stand for my brother, put my hand on the Bible. I'm still gonna lie. Oh you can have all the fame in the world, all the money in the world won't stop no cry. Straight up. Pain and the hunger made a savage. savage. Came from the bottom, disadvantaged. Vanished. Then I started living my dreams. Dream. That shit turned me to an addict. addict. It ain't about the money, you can have it. it. Shorty got a booty, I'ma grab it. I'm grab it. In the fast lane, trying to dodge traffic. Push, push. But I ain't never dodge no static. Oh War wounds, I got scars. Teachers told me I wouldn't be nothing, but I went far. I could pay your salary for 10 years with one car. All the pain and all the struggle made a superstar. Power, the money and the fame make a monster. A monster. Power, the money and the fame make a monster. A monster.